Are you ready to start recording the podcast? No. Vacation. Cute motorcycle. <laughs> We're all good vacation stars, at Sarah Basin. Indeed, with some blind pig. You're drinking blind pig too? Of course. Yes, Russian forever. I think I was drinking. Vacation. I'm not sure your idea of vacation, my idea of vacation, is maybe matches up. So let's, where are we headed on this vacation? Kauai? No. Definitely not. Well, Can't ride a bike in Kauai. We're not going exactly. to Kauai. I will never get to Hawaii. Colorado? Colorado. And why are we going to Colorado? Well, there's a couple people that we like there. There is, indeed. They live in Boulder. But we're yeah. not going to Boulder. There's some mountains we've heard about but haven't really explored. True. There might be some hiking. There might be some backpacking. But that ultimately is not why we're going to Colorado. Hubo wants to go. You'll go anywhere. Um, yeah, there's also this bike race that I signed up for. Aha! It's been a bit of a an ordeal for the last six months. So what's the bike race? Steamboat Gravel. SPT, exactly. And, alright, so this is like a, a lottery or something to get in, so... Why are you, wait a second, why are you riding and not me? Well, because you didn't sign up. Oh, what? I'm not allowed to swear, apparently, right? <laughs> you can do whatever you want to. Oh, I'll refrain from calling you names then. Um, well, you were supposed to sign up. I mean, well, you were supposed to throw your name in the hat for the lottery the same night I did, but you, uh, you were neglectful. I had attention. I had I had a few adult beverages and mm-hmm. exactly I failed to register on the last night of the event. So I threw my name in the hat. I got in. You didn't, and that's that's that. So there's multiple. <laughs> but you know, don't forget about the fact that we just did a two week road trip to Kansas because you had to make okay, up for okay. the fact that you didn't register. This is not about Kansas. Mm-hmm. This so the, but there's so there's one event on this bike race. There's like. One distance. What's the deal? There are four distances. Okay. Um, I registered for the red initially, the 65, because I thought that seemed reasonable. And it was reasonable. And <laughs> then we met some great people in, Col- or in Arizona from Colorado. They were like, ah, it's Cadillac gravel. It's all less than 6%. It's hard packed and I needed a challenge and there were a few bottles of wine involved and so I thought I should up the ante a little bit and register for the black course which is 142 miles. So there's nothing in between the 65 and the 142? Oh yeah there's 100. So why don't we just jump right over that? Well I've done plenty of centuries. Oh okay so back to the vacation idea so now vacation is a a race of 142 miles. Well it you know vacation will That'll happen later. Mm-hmm. It's Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be fine. So those not following along or have not already Googled SPT gravel, what makes it special? What makes it hard? What makes it unique? 
have no idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, is it at sea level? Oh, no. It's at altitude. It's all over 6,000 feet, which is fine for people that live in Colorado. That's actually pretty low, but it's not fine for people that live at sea level like me. So, yeah, I've never ridden 142 miles. Definitely never done any of that above 6,000 feet. Um, and it's a pretty flat course, I presume, in Colorado. It's 9,200 feet. Yeah, that's big. But all downhill at the end, right? I think so. Yeah, I think. I mean, I looked at the profile. It looks... Yeah, yeah, pretty much downhill like for the last 40 miles. 40 miles. Yeah. yeah, should be should be easy. Yeah. Simple. Simple. I mean, you know, downhill to end is always good. So you're nervous as we start over there? You're good, you're confident? You mean you've trained, right, like a ton? Yeah, I'm ready to do this thing. Get it over with. <laughs> well, it's like... I don't know. Sarah Sturmey's like writing about enjoying the process more than the event itself, and there's a lot of truth in that. Like, kind of build everything up to this one day thing, and you forget to enjoy, you know, the many months and rides and events leading up to that. So, um, you know, that's a pro. I'm just somebody trying to figure out training, and it feels like a job sometimes. And I like cycling too much to have it feel like a job, and so. Yeah, I think it's, I'll be ready to see how this goes and see what I think about it. Well, let's get in the van and head that way. Let's go. While we're huddled in the back of the van, because it's the only shade we can find. Let's review this recon ride we went on today. So we went on the, the northern loop around Steamboat Lake. So it'll be a gravel climb and a paved ascent back to, I believe it's called Clark, Colorado. A little store there in Clark and an aid station somewhere down there. So you've been stressing about the descent a little bit. Because you prefer to descend on gravel. Tell us... Uh, Tell us about your recon ride that started up here at the top, at the, at the top of the lake. What, what, what did you come across? <laughs> I come across. Yeah, what did you come across? <laughs> no moose, um, <laughs> thankfully. That, but the descent was great. It, did not, uh, it was not as terrifying as I thought it would be. Um, I may only lose like five minutes instead of 20 minutes No, on it. no, no. Um, Positive thinking. <laughs> Gravel was amazing, which I heard, you know, everybody called it Cadillac gravel, and it is. It's cush and lovely, and yeah, it's just beautiful here. Um, so, if I could breathe a little bit better. Um, well, we got a week yet for that, a week yet for that. What do you think of the climb? Remember, it's supposed to be easy gradients here. Yeah, the climb was harder than I thought it was. That was bullshit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was not... That word, as Francois would say, <laughs> bougie. I don't think. It was maybe more pitchy, Pyrenean in some ways. Would, you, some, call it, would you refer to it as porpoising? Porpoising. No, that's what Yuba does in the lake. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it was actually, it was fine, except for that last, there was a, like a mile of it, or a couple miles maybe, that were like up and down 
steep, then flat, then steep, then flat, which kind of killed me. Yeah, I was looking at my um, GPS, and I don't necessarily trust it, but I did see a lot of wavering between like 8 and 13%, which is why I say it's kind of in the Pyrenees. The 12, 11, 10s, they didn't last that long. Um, but but in that, there. But in that sun and at 8,000 feet elevation, it did take a little bit of sting out of you. Yeah, so that may knock me out of the top 10. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Let's see. Exactly. So that comes at like mile, I don't know what it is, 35, 30, 20. It's in that first 40, let's say. Um, so what is your, what's your plan for the gravel climb that, mm. you know, it's, it's one of those to, to get through and get over, but it's early in the race. Right. I'll, I'm sure I'll probably re be riding Dick Crescenzo's wheel and I'll just be playing it coy back there and, yeah. you know, just, uh, pretending like I can barely hang on and it'll be good. Um, and then everything will fall apart as soon as the grade goes over 8% and... Um, yeah, I'll just hang on, try to climb, crawl up the rest of it, catch my breath on the 20 miles of descending that comes next before I go back up again. Yeah. 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 That this was, apple is really good, by the way. Yeah, I see you're eating an apple. Crunching. It was, um, a little private farm passageway thing was kind of cool when we talked to that rancher. Do you remember... What he he said he had been there how long? Seventy three years. Wow. His family moved there when he was three. He was very nice, uh, very accommodating to us interlopers riding through his property. That was the loosest stuff I rode all day, and it was not loose at all, really. No, that was that was not bad. All right, so tomorrow we're taking the day and going hiking with his dog. And then uh, back to reconning kind of the southern end of the route uh, starting Thursday, I believe, when we go actually down the Steamboat Springs proper. More then. More then. Recon day number two. We are on the southern end of the course, starting up the big gravel climb. Leanne says, how, how many feet of elevation gain? I think it's a couple thousand. A couple thousand. My GPS says our next turn is in 11 kilometers. So I presume that's about how far it is. No idea. That's, I don't know, a little over six miles of a climb. Okay, so let's see who's right at the top. My Garmin also says we're at 7,300, 7,355 in terms of elevation. I thought this climb topped out or somewhere around 8,700, so I guess. Yeah, this one might go over nine. Well, Maybe not. Somewhere is, right around nine. I guess this is why you come pre ride. For a recky. The pros call it recky. Okay. I'm not a pro, so. What do you think of this gravel road? This is. It's pretty push so far. Better than the freaking chip seal. Yeah, the downhill from Oak Creek, the descent out Oak Creek, paved the chip seal. 
and uh, it was pretty straight, but in the curves, you just stay in a tire track, it's a little loose and a little soft. Alright, apparently we're going to race. Peace. Recce ride number two in. Recce. Yeah. We came up to Oak Creek to do the, it's the southern end, right? Southern loop, mm -hmm. which is mile, something like 95 to 115, so a 20 mile loop. Um, should come late in the ride and when it's gotten to be a little warm. So what do you think of, what do you think of that? The climb was spectacular. If uh, my legs were alive, and they maybe if that didn't hit at mile 95, it would be a perfect climb for me. It's what? not steep. It's just... It's kind of... Sorry, there's a lot of panting going on here. Yeah, you was chasing the ball at a county park. Uh, low gradient. Low grade. I don't know. What do you call it? Less than less than 8% the whole way. Yeah, there's a lot under 5. There's a lot of 4. Yeah. And then that last pitch was... I don't know. A mile long, you think? Not quite. If the thunderstorms are sitting overhead, I'll go faster. And then that descent was a little looser than what we were expecting. Yeah, the first part of it. But fast. But still pretty fast. Because, um, again, not steep. Yeah, you just got to watch the corners. and um, Then it got fast, and then the stupid construction trucks showed up. So hopefully they'll be gone by Sunday. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was really pretty up there. Totally, totally different than the northern end. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll head out in the van and look at some of the course after Oak Creek via the van as we head back into mm -hmm. Steamboat. I think by that point, it's probably going to be kind of lonely out there for me. There's <laughs> not going to be too many people around. We'll see. So with a peaceful hum of the air conditioner and the van beside us, just curious about what you... So today we went on a, what do they call it? A shakedown ride. Shakeout ride. Shakeout ride. And it was led by last year's female winner of, of the, the, the big deal, the long course. And The black course? The black course. And then we start going, like, yeah, so we went out of town a little bit. And we start going up this gravel climb. And I look up... And there you are, sitting beside Lauren DiCrescenzo. So... I was not beside her on the gravel climb. The heck you weren't? No, I was riding the wheel of her teammate, the uh, guy. I don't know who it was, just because he looked like he knew what he was doing. And I didn't want to crash, so I got to the front and I followed somebody who seemed to know what they were doing. Well, all I know is that I looked up there and there you were. And she's like, you're just chatting away. Just chatting away. So... What? How did this happen? How did you, like, start talking to her? Well, I was riding the wheel of the guy up the climb, and so once we got up to the top, I came up beside him and just said, thank you, and said I wasn't used to riding in a group, so he looked like he knew what he was doing, so I followed him. And, um, yeah, so she just started asking me questions of, you know, oh, it's like, what, are you, what course are you riding? Is this your first time? And, yeah, I don't know. We just... So did she give you any like nuggets of wisdom, pearls, 
Like, what is she, like, or is this just, yeah, that's a pretty bike. What tires are you riding? No, we didn't talk like that. Okay. <laughs> we talked about uh, living in Atlanta and how that kind of sucks uh-huh. for riding, and hence Zwift. Um, oh, yeah. Her partner is, you know, at Emory, and so that's the sacrifice. But um, obviously she's staying in pretty good shape still with the, those limitations. Um, and then I said my heart rate was really high coming up that climb, but my legs felt really good, and so she gave me a true pro tip a real pro tip Ooh, hot, hot tip hot tip <laughs> no from a real pro um of keeping the cadence low especially at elevation or at altitude because training at sea level your heart will not be strong enough to keep up that high heart rate um, but your muscles will be strong so keep the cadence low use your muscles don't keep your heart rate high like if you have a higher cadence you're gonna have a higher heart rate huh. so that was her pro tip, so I tried it a little bit. It did help on the rest of the little climbs that we had, keep the heart rate down. So, so you think you'll employ this tactic on Sunday? I will probably employ it until my legs cramp, and then I'll eat a lot of salt and salt, salt pills, <laughs> and um, hope for the best. Well, that was pretty cool. It was cool to see you up there um, talking to her. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, she was really she was awesome she was really nice um she gave me some confidence which was nice you know i don't know that what the hell i'm doing <laughs> so um that's cool it helped the ldc from the atl mm, yeah i don't know if you could go by that but sounds like something outcast should make a song about perhaps east point are we done now yeah for this one Interestingly enough, we're sitting beside the same wonderful hum of an air conditioner and this van beside us, and now I hear the beagle. The beagle has piped up. Mm. Yeah, since he's left alone or she's left oh, alone. Oh, the mosquitoes are starting to come out. So, night before the race, we went down to the riders' meeting. Uh, eating give me cookies. Eating a cookie. Give me a sense of what you found out at the riders' meeting that you're like, oh, I wish, I'm glad I went for that purpose. Uh, and... And then how are you feeling? We're not too far away from this thing. Yeah. I'm really happy. <laughs> it's almost here. <laughs> Never drained for this long, and it really feels like way too long to wait for one ride. So I'll be glad to be out there tomorrow and actually riding it. And, yeah, I think like Amy Charity said, just remember, it's a bike ride. Have fun. Like, that's what it's about. If I finish it, great. If I turn left at the B or to the left sign, that's fine too. You're not gonna do that. I might. It's at mile 86, and then I've only got 14 miles to go to the end at that point for beer, and they think that that's a perfectly good decision. So. The only way you do that is you have some major mechanical, or some major. If it's thunderstorming everywhere, I might. So we'll see. I I'm just saying I'm good with whatever. I'm trained to go 145. If it happens, great. And if it doesn't. It's one day in my life, and yeah. uh, we'll go do something fun the next day. I remember talking about something about a creek crossing. You ready for this creek crossing? Yeah, they actually said ravine. <laughs> they did say ravine. Ravine. Um, yeah, they said, I think it's Fraser Ranch or some, some ranch. Fletcher Ranch. Fletcher Ranch. There's um, a little section that single track, and then it skirts down to a creek, which is maybe in a ravine, and it 
is quote unquote a lot more sketch than last year. <laughs> so you could definitely lose the race or blow your race there and you're not you're you're not gonna win the race there so take it easy um so that was good to know about um i'll probably so, get some wet feet at the creek crossing so when i went up to ask when i went up to ask my question about me riding on the course as a non-participant some other guy asked about the creek crossing so he said it was about maybe like 10 inches deep foot he, he was holding up his hands but i'm just kind of estimating that so pretty deep actually how wide he did his hands out the side, so maybe like three or four feet. So there's no insignificant little no, little thing. That's not insignificant. And he said there were some rocks in the bottom of the creek. So I think, you know, walking it is, since it's at mile 30, is the prudent thing to do. Yeah, I hate to have wet feet, but it is so dry here that they'll probably dry out relatively fast. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll be dry by mile 35. Um, so yeah, that might happen. Um, I asked him about my tires because I'm running the Renee Hurst 38s slicks and most people have a little bit more tread and a little beefier tires and it's like oh yeah you'll be great so that made me feel a little better most people are overtired in my opinion here yeah for this um, race I kind of think they might be too but we'll see but, um, but back to LDC what does she have on she had the same tires exactly. as me. So the pros know what the deal is. See, she's copying me. Yeah. All right, so you're ready. You're feeling good. You're feeling confident. I know you're a little worried about the weather. I did get a text from your real coach, Mr. Gatz. And he said, you can only control what you can control. And the course will be the same for everybody. So don't freak out about these storms that might blow up at 4 or 5 p.m. Still, would be the same for everybody, but what if I'm laying in a ditch? Then they might and be laying in a ditch. how do I lay in a ditch if there's water running down the ditch? You just be wet. Hmm. And I'll have you some dry clothes at the finish. Hmm. Just okay. like you did for me at Unbound. <laughs> Simple. Okay. All right. You want to read the writer's guide now? Yes, please. Don't slouch like that. You just finished SPT Gravel Black, 140 miles, 9,000 feet. 142. 142 miles. Oh, I wow. just forgot to hit start on my GPS. Okay. Wow. Well, that's seriously that is incredible, incredible, incredible. Like all that rain and crap that's going on out there. What is um? What's Don't forget a, getting stung in the mouth. Yes, yeah, stung and stung and something. Deer about ran over you. What do you? What would you just? How would you describe it in like a sentence or two? What would you say your day was? It's really hard. <laughs> the course was hard. Or it's hard to put to it. To describe it in one sentence. <laughs> Well, let's break it down. What was the first half north of the highway? First half north of the highway like? Amazing. Just beautiful. Like, people were still pretty fresh. It was fun. Everybody was having a good time. You know, people were working, but it was, um, yeah, lots of really interesting sections. Like, you pull off the airport, and it's like the rutted gravel sand. And that's where the race really took off. 
That's where it kind of fell apart for <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> right, but that's why. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I was so far back from the lead group. I don't know what they did through there, but the people I was around, there was a lot of um, flailing, and it it kind of spread out from there. But it was fun, and yeah, and then we got on the. So how was this? Wasn't there supposed to be some crazy creek crossing? How was this creek crossing? Creek crossing was not as bad as I expected. Ah. It just, it was there and you're like, okay, I'm doing this because it's there <laughs> in front of me. It was mud. It was like mud and ruts. Um, mud and ruts. Down to it. And it was pretty steep. Did you call it a ravine? He called it a ravine. It was a small ravine. Small ravine. It was not huge. Ravine-ness. It was ravine-ish. Um, but it wasn't huge. But I didn't even see it coming. Like it was... We're riding through this single track in the woods. Behind people. Behind people. Yeah. And just following. And then Bam. came around a bend and I saw people start to drop down. So I start dropping down. And that's when I saw the mud. And then I saw the creek and the rocks. And it's just like, pedal. <laughs> so you rode through the creek. I rode through the creek. Ah. Pedaled up. I mean, if I didn't, I was going to get run over. So. <laughs> um. so it was still a pretty big group at that point. You were with. Yeah. Uh, well, the guys that were antsy to get around me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then then there was that big descent to get kind of back to the highway, right? Big descent. Big descent. After, you know, you think you're done climbing up at um, Steamboat Lake, but no, no, no. You must climb more. Did you find any flat roads? <sighs> no. no. They don't exist. You pretty much pedal 90% of the time here. So then you crossed the highway and went south and then back towards that climb that we rode, I don't know what day it was, Thursday. But there was that section, the the string of the balloon that we decided not to ride, which I went and rode it this morning. Yeah. And that was, it was beautiful this morning. Uh. Unbelievable. I saw a sandhill crane. Uh. I saw this big, big long-eared rabbit thing. It uh. was like jackrabbit-ish looking. I don't know what it was. Uh. A lot of hawks, a lot of deer. It was just, just it was just beautiful. Oh, good. How was it for you? It was the worst part of the course for me. <laughs> I had just gone past mile 86, turn left, beer 16 miles ahead, and decided instead to continue 60 miles more. Well, onward. that was, we all knew that was going to happen. And as I started to go, I was realizing that it's nothing but uphill and rollers, you know, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard. It, it was, was hard. like soul crushing. I, it was the lowest point for me. My legs started to cramp. I had to just I pedaled through them. I never salt got pills. off the bike. I ate so much salt. Salt sticks. <laughs> so much salt. And uh, the sky was just darkening. It was like you know the skies mm. of Mordor were ahead of us. It was. It was just not. I was really questioning why what I was doing at that point. Um, is this when I got the text? No. Well, you got the text when I got to the aid station. Mm-hmm. Because just as I got to the aid station, the raindrops started to fall just a little bit. And there was this open tent, like nothing underneath it, and or canopy. And so I was like, oh, I'll just put my bike under there, go grab some food and water. Got my stuff. And I came back. And by the time I got back... Deluge. It was a deluge. And there were probably about 30 of us then clustered <laughs> under this canopy. And it just poured. And as it was pouring, I saw about, I saw four 
people coming because it's a loop so you come mm -hmm. back by that aid station and, and you hit that that road again and four people crashed right in front of us just one after another wheels slid out from under wheels slid out it was just a, it was a mess um, this was the front of the race though right i mean because they didn't stop yeah. at the eight stop they're going no on. yeah i don't know if it was the front front but it was definitely you know they've already been around the loop <laughs> they were a bit faster mm -hmm. than me um so I waited and then it seemed like it was kind of moving on. It was still raining, but not as hard. And so I threw on my brand new gore jacket and off I went and got up to it. the highest point of the course. Yeah, it was mud and cinder and just horrible, nasty conditions. And then another storm came over as I was going up the hill and it poured again and thundered over top, and, um, but no lightning. Yeah. Well, got to the top and down in Oak Creek the sun actually came out up there dried my feet out um, yeah down in, and that's when I almost got pummeled by the deer oh yeah I, I saw a deer on that descent this morning too yeah it wasn't the steep part of the descent so um, but I was still going pretty fast and then the deer came out like at at my side <laughs> and, it's like a, a doe or one of these fawns we've been seeing it was a big deer. I only saw it for a split deer. second. Um, I didn't see any horns, but I don't know. I, I just saw something from the side, and there were hooves, and uh, I was sort of <laughs> flailing a bit. <laughs> I have visions of Sarah Sturmey getting hit by the cow yesterday. So then you went, you, you got into Oak Creek and did that old pavement climb back. Then you said that was pretty rough. Yeah, that was not easy. That was a steep climb. I remember from That the was really ride. hard. And my drivetrain at that point was just grinding sand and cinders. And, and then down that, horrible. then down that rollers. But that had to be amazing going down, because it had to be you probably carried enough momentum over all those little rollers. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, it was a lot better going down it than it was coming up it. Um, yeah, and, and then you turn off of that and. Is that when the corkscrew is? I think that's the corkscrew yeah. right there. Yeah. So then there's another climb. And at that point, my legs were just toast. So I just went to the pie plate basically every time the road went uphill. <clears throat> then there was another gravel climb cracks. and then Cow Creek. How was Cow Creek? Cow Creek was, <clears throat> I think it was actually in better shape maybe than when we rode it up the other day because the rain had hardened it and there was enough. <laughs> There was enough of a tire track through there that I knew where to go. Just had to avoid. There were some really big muddy ruts, um, which you had to be really careful to not get in. But I, I think you then hit it at the right point because um, when I went to go over to get a burrito, one of the one of the staff was behind me in line, and she was talking about. She said our Creek was pretty special. Apparently, it was overflowing with water. Not not overflowing, but like water was flowing over the surface of the road. Oh wow! And that a lot of people really felt like they were running through a creek and couldn't figure out where to go. So you might have hit it at the right time. I hit it at a much better time because it was not. There was not water flowing over the road. It was obvious where people had ridden for the most part. Um, there were just at the top more. There were some huge muddy ruts that were a little sketchy but. and so that last time check was at the top of i think really the last real hill which was 16 miles to go and so then you rode that last 16 miles and well you rode it in less than an hour because i was thinking it might 
You thought you might ride it in an hour, and you got there maybe five minutes before that. So that section had to go pretty good. I mean, it was mostly downhill. I don't know how much this course is really downhill. <laughs> <laughs> it did not feel like it. And every time I looked at my profile, it was going up. <laughs> and it was rolling. Like, I hardly ever saw it going down. It just didn't feel like it ever went down. And it didn't. It just kept rolling at the end. It was... It was really hard. It was really, really hard. So I think I think you were like 10, just a little under 10 and a half hours total, and a little under 9 and a half hours riding, which is about what you said you wanted to do, <clears throat> to be honest, when you started this crazy adventure. Just amazing amount of work you put into it. Now, the question is, will you do it again? Ask me that on a different day. I ask you today. Today... Probably not. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll see. It was really hard. <laughs> I'm really happy I did it. I'm really glad I did it. It was awesome. It was beautiful out there in spite of the skies of Mordor and the thunderstorms. Um, such a well-organized event. Like, really well-supported. I mean, I could look at it as just a lot of little 25-mile rides from aid station to aid station. I'm... The medics and well, that like is the how they had the people, the top volunteers. tube sticker, right? From aid station to aid station? Yeah, it was like, I've never been, I mean, I haven't been to that many races, I guess, but it just, it seemed really well done. Like, I have no complaints about, other than they ran out of pickle juice at the last aid station. <laughs> Don't run out of pickle juice. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was awesome. Like, even the lead up to it, like, shakeout rides that they did and I thought the expo was manageable not overwhelming and they've done a lot of work with inclusivity it was really cool to see the ride for racial justice and the all bodies on bikes and um, the para um, riders that were out on yeah, course uh, like, I don't remember how many they said there were but there was a lot of them so impressive so amazing it's like <laughs> When you're feeling tired and you see somebody doing that, it's like, okay, you know, just gives you some perspective. It's, it's pretty, I think it's just an awesome event. Yeah. I'd come back. I don't know that I'd ride the black again, but uh, it's worth doing it once. <laughs>